0: Touch judges are ready. Side of studio. Players are lined up. Microphones in hand for the restart. It's now time to form The Ruck. The Sunday Rugby Show featuring Wallaby legends Tim Horan and Matt Burke. Sensational language. Super Rugby. More games, more finals, more derbies. It's Rugby supercharged, The Ruck. And coming up the blind side, Tony Squires. Yes, hello
1: all. Welcome to The Ruck. One hour of rugby, obviously never enough. Today, I just got the feeling there's so much to talk about. We should go through to about... Twenty past four this afternoon. <laughs> I don't know why I picked that number out, but that's it. Twenty past four we'll be going to today. Uh, part of the problem will be though that we haven't got Timmy Horan.
2: Timmy, uh, uh, Maddie, where is Tim Horan? Why isn't he here? Why has he left us? Timmy, I, I think Tim's out supporting the community as well. Uh, as I think is, yes. it's, it's it's the dads taking, taking the kids, kids to rugby to as the rugby. they do on Sunday morning. And mornings. I think I think last week someone texted through and said, Tim, could you come to my game in Canberra? Yeah, yeah. And I think he's taking a game in camp, but there's also a game this afternoon, today. The
1: Brumbies <laughs> will be playing. We are spoilt, though, because we have sitting in the studio from Melbourne, Melbourne Rebels. We t- spoke to him uh, a couple of weeks ago. He was so entertaining, we thought, what the hell, why wouldn't we bring him in? Adam Fryer, good morning. Thanks for having us, guys. Good to be here. Why are you in Sydney, by the way, apart from doing this beautiful show?
3: Well, obviously, that's the main reason. Mm-hmm. But I uh, came for a wedding last night, which was fabulous, yeah. uh, and then was going to watch my horse run around at Gosford today, ah. uh, and got rained out, and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, what, talk, talk me through the horse. So uh, a few of the players myself, uh, Ben Robinson from the Waratahs, mm-hmm. former Waratah Will Corwell, yeah. Ben Jacobs, who also played at the Waratahs and now plays for London Irish, he um, uh, bought a horse called Boots Stay On. Boots and, Stay On. Yeah, so it's maiden uh, tomorrow. But now it's uh, off and uh, I think it's running in Anzac Day. So... Uh, who knows? it's a long rose, so it uh, it's good breeding. What's, and, uh, the, what's its form been so far? And boots stay on. Boots stay on. It's a terrible one for a race caller. It's very good. At, it's a, it's actually very good at bleeding cash. Uh, <laughs> so it's uh, it's just sitting there at the moment, just sucking up. So it's 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 doing well. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's a bit uh, like you at the rebels, really. Yeah, that's good. <laughs>
1: That's really good. I actually usually don't find you. That's great. Listen to you. We have so much on the program today. If you're just raising your head from the pillow, I want to know what's going on in the world of rugby. The Crusaders 34 beat the Chiefs 16. The Highlanders 40 over the Rebels. uh, Sorry about that. 18. The Blues and the Waratahs. We're going to get to this in some detail. Not a great result. 31-17 the Tars went down. A great game of footy, great performance from the Reds, 39 over the Bulls, 30. The Stormers, 33, beat the Lions, 19. The Hurricanes, 50, hammered the Cheaters, 47. Today, as we mentioned later on, Timmy Horan will be calling it the Force and the Brumbies. Uh, speaking of the Brumbies, if you want to win a Brumbies supporters pack, and why wouldn't you? Uh, we've got a Brumbies training jersey, we've got a T-shirt, we've got a cap, we've got the scarf and a Super Rugby ball signed by the entire Brumbies team. All you have to do today is uh, for your chance to win just SMS Brumbies, your name and the word Brumbies to one 1999. 1049. That's one triple nine one oh four nine. 1049. This is The Ruck. Found them on Facebook.
0: Follow them on Twitter
1: at The Ruck Show. So we're going to get uh, have a little chat with Tim Horan very shortly, talking about specifics of the Reds' fantastic win uh, last night. But I just want to go to one point. Having watched that, they've, they're an entertaining team. Entertaining the way they throw the ball around. Mm. They're a great football team to watch. But they, I think they've outdone themselves. The post try celebration Now, Digby uh, Ioni's post-try celebration I, I don't know.
2: can you describe it for me please tim a uh, mad even a <laughs> oh, match sorry <laughs> yes. I, I think it was uh, it was gymnastics style wasn't it It, it was like it was on the top of the, the, the pommel horse or yeah. whatever, and just going round and round that's exactly and what that, it was with that, that no pommel that's horse incredible to do anyway mm. in its own right um, For everyone out there right now if mm. um, go and have a crack at it like just on the floor <laughs> yeah. you? it's it's you see how strong the guy is and, and i believe he's got an enormous uh, bench press in the gym the rest of it he's one of the strongest guys and he's an outside back so mm. he's making uh, all those big units in the in the front row and the rest of it feel Perhaps a little bit incompetent.
1: Do you know Adam about his strength capacity? Um, I've been bumped by him a couple of times.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that, that could mean a lot of
3: things to, <laughs> to our <laughs> listeners. That yeah. was in the nightclub, <laughs> No, knocked <laughs> over. <laughs> but uh, what I'm impressed with Digby is that he's a Clio. Bachelor of the Year nominee. Seriously, yeah. this year? Yeah, yeah. he's oh, got okay. ink all over him. He's, he's an interesting looking cat. <laughs> but also, Berkey, yes. you were once a Cleo Bachelor <laughs> yes. of the Year nominee. So how, how the tides have turned in rugby these days. Yeah, Mate, the, mm. the hair parted to the C- side.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Clean> <laughs> skin. Joey's
3: boy. And now we've got uh, Digby Owaini. I think he's a chance of winning it. If he can dance like that, I think he should win it. Mate, yeah. I reckon that would be his go, wouldn't it? Yes, like, just dance. Yeah, no, don't walk, don't walk down the catwalk. Just, just do the worm. stuff yeah. Maddie, yeah, can you take
1: us back, uh, Adam? Is it that you? What year
2: were you uh, a nominee for Cleo Bachelor? of the Yeah, year? very lowly nominee in about, mm-hmm. god, 1996 yeah. perhaps. Mm. And I think they just had to make up some numbers. And uh, yeah. and I was at the wrong place. Don't right sell yourself <laughs> short, fella Come on. I tell you what, though, yeah. I I got a call from when I was in the UK. I had four years over there. I got a call from my blokes that sort of used to look after me, and was back here. Yeah. And they said, um, "Hey, listen, we've got a, we've got something for you. Would you like to be involved i in, 'I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here'? Was that <laughs> one up in North Queensland? Yes, yeah, where Pete Andre met um, uh, Katie Price. Yes, think was, so. <laughs> he didn't big
3: deal on that, was he? He know. was
2: on. He was on the Oz, or the Kiwi one. I think uh, it was okay. something like that. Yeah, but mm. I um. Did, I chose not to.
1: Did you, was there any call for you to uh, take shirt off or anything during the Bachelor of the Year Stop competition? It.
2: No, no, mm-hmm. no not at that stage there. I think that um, at that stage there, the union blokes had only been lifting for maybe half a year. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so we were still fat and chubby and, uh, and uh, so No. Um, up against the, the blokes that were body ripped the rugby league blokes and the rest of it no oh, you, they
1: wouldn't now though you mentioned Adam that uh, Will Genney is also a very strong boy in the gym is that right yeah I, I don't understand what it is down in
3: Queensland but the up. the strength of the yeah. outside backs Will yeah. Genney I think benches 180 kilos Dick Ione is up around that mark as well uh, but you were saying Befurki, uh, b- Befurki <laughs> before Berkey. It's a good nickname. This Berkey. <laughs> I've just lost it since I've called you Cloud Bachelor of the Year. I was just saying bef- the the amount of strength these outside backs have now got mm. uh, compared to what you had, Berkey. You were lifting about sixty kilos in the gym the other day when that's I saw you. Off. Yeah, he um, now three times that. That's just phenomenal. So it, it, it's the, the power of the outside back now is just a, it's it's a different beast. I, I think Digby Ioane is probably potentially. Um, he's going to be the key to the World Cup if he is fit at, at 13 or on the wing. Uh, there's you were talking about the outside backs for the New Zealand, New Auckland side. So You've got an intimidating guy that can just absolutely run over blokes. He is a very
2: important part to Australian rugby. But it's, it's changing the concept of how you're right, mate. How, how they they play in the backs. You look at Sonny B. Williams at the moment. <clears throat> excuse me, in the way he's playing, he's. No one wants to tackle him. We yep. were talking about the the weight for age last week. Yep. It could have been Morno Stain playing, uh, putting his hand up saying, um, "I'm not in that category no, of 110 kilos." Big. Yeah, he's too big. And so when you got guys running at you, it, it, you make a passive tackle, and it just makes it so much easier to get across the advantage line. So that's the football talk for this morning. Another thing on Digby, which I shouldn't say on air, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> I
3: think I think he actually travels with a hair straightener in his teeth kit. I have, so oh. I pack boots, mouth guard, maybe a toothbrush. Yeah. He
1: has got a hair straightener in his team kit. The GHDs. The thing mm-hmm. you're talking to is called a microphone. Uh, what you've just said has actually gone out. <laughs> right. I'm writing it down. Digby, he only travels with hair straightener. Okay. Excellent.
0: A show about rugby put together by rugby players. Why not? Tim Warren, Matt Burke, Tony Squires. The Ruck, the Sunday Rugby Show.
1: We're now joined by the man who usually, uh, his beautiful dulcet tones come at you out of (laughs) of the radio at this time of every morning.
4: Tim Horan, where the hell are you? Very well, Tony, I'm just at the airport about to jump on a plane to head down to Canberra Mm -hmm. to commentate on the Brumbies versus the Force game. So... Sorry I'm joining you guys in the studio. I would have loved to have been there, but I've got to go down to little,
1: uh, the nation's capital. Yeah, well, no, Adam is doing particularly well, I just <laughs> want to tell you.
3: <laughs> mate, I came in here, Timmy. and there's, there's two telephone books on the chair, so it's, uh, you, you mustn't be able to reach the desk or something uh, in the studio. <laughs> but uh, don't worry, I'll... Adam,
1: buy. it's only short-term stay for you, <laughs> mate.
2: <laughs> I borrowed another one, mate. So He's I'll just, just so. got the AK happening, mate, not the LZ. <laughs>
4: Thanks for having me, mate. <laughs>
1: Timmy, last night, the Reds, reds very impressive in that win, weren't they?
4: Oh, no! unbelievable, aren't they? If any of our um, listeners haven't seen the match and you've uh, recorded it, get back and watch it this afternoon. It was uh, one of the best rugby matches uh, we've seen this year. 69 points scored, and um, the Reds had a, had a fantastic win against the Bulls, and, and it really once again shows how look, the Reds are the real deal for this year. They've been able to adapt their game plan, and, and also, you know you and Mackenzie, after a, the coach bringing back the team from a two-week trip to South Africa, everyone thought they might have been a bit tired, but it didn't look like it, and the Reds are certainly on fire.
2: But Timmy, what, what is it against the the South African teams? They have they've had a, a three week super run. Is it the physicality of, of the forwards, or are we, or are they just relying on nine and ten, as in uh, Cooper uh, especially, to be the, the magician?
4: Oh, I think dude, last night it was really the uh, the Queensland forwards that stood up because the way they played, the way they got across the advantage line, and that then allows Clyde Cooper and Will Guinea and also the backs out White Digby Yawney to actually create the space. So uh, last night it was great to see like. Yeah, they're playing against a very strong balls forward taking Victor Matfield and back his daughter. So but the, the the players that are coming onto the field to Ewan McKenzie, the reserves as well, are really making an impact. So I think Ewan McKenzie's in a pretty good space at the moment. The the Reds haven't got uh, any injuries whatsoever. James Slipper came off, looked like he might have a sore shoulder, but massive game next weekend against the uh, this week this Saturday against the Waratahs, But the grudge match and it was interesting to see James Hall will Pulled the team together straight after the game. He got in the circle, and you could see him explaining, saying, Guys, we'll enjoy this game, enjoy tonight, but it's a massive
3: game next weekend for us. That's regroup. Hey, Timmy, uh, we talk about the rock stars of the Reds, and you'd say Genia, Cooper, those types of players, but Ewan McKenzie, he's picked a really good backbone of the squad, in my opinion. I think that the players like uh, uh, Robinson, Samo are really standing up. He would have bought them for unders. Isn't it unbelievable how he's sort of moulded that team around those two stars?
4: Yeah, he has. And, you know, we've, we've spoken about Bo Robertson before. He was pouring beers out uh, towards Ipswich at the start of the year, and, and Neil McKenzie gave him an opportunity. He came up from New South Wales, and, and Radiki Samo, you know, same thing, came last year. And, and those are the guys. That, and the hardest thing for the Reds going forward, um, you'd probably think you've got to be able to try and retain all these players. And to, the best way to retain um, players in a team is... The players are enjoying it. They're winning, playing, winning rugby, and also playing a, a brand of rugby that the players enjoy. You so, um, saw last night the smiles on the faces. In the last couple of weeks, the Reds have really enjoyed themselves in the game of footy.
2: Timmy, I've just got to go back. I've just got to remind the listeners: uh, you played over a, a hundred games for for the Reds and, yeah. and eighty for the Wallabies. Mm. Do you get down to training and just give them a bit of inspiration for their post try celebration? Yeah. I mean, you, all you had was the little <laughs> swede from. Uh, 1993, I think it was, when you scored the try. But it's it's certainly grown from there. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but I can't do uh, the Digby Juani's try celebration last <laughs> night. And If the viewers haven't seen it, get on YouTube, because I'm sure it's on there already, yeah. or Twitter or all those other things, these social networks that people look at. There'll be plenty of hits on them because he, uh, he ran 90 metres and uh, kicked ahead and scored a, a brilliant try last night in his try celebration, a little spinning top. Uh,
1: I'm not sure that you and I could do that, Bert. You had to score the try and walk back and see if will give you a little low five. <laughs> yeah. I would have had to catch a cab just to score the try. Uh, it is there. I've seen it on uh, Sunrise this morning, that yeah, celebration. Yeah. The boys here are both going to, Timmy, you've been to know, Try to do it before this show is over. Uh, we will get it on the website as well. Tim Horan, uh, look forward to seeing you next week, buddy. Enjoy the, the game today. Good stuff. Thanks, boys. And I
4: uh, look forward to calling the game down in Canberra this afternoon. Four o'clock game here uh, in Canberra the force. Uh, We'll be up against the James O'Connor at number twelve, so it should be a great match. Thanks, guys. We'll speak next week.
1: Timmy Horan, All this right. is the Thanks Ruck.
4: Thanks for making
0: the conversion. Yeah, Joining the scrum. Can you believe it? Welcome back. This is the Ruck, the Sunday Rugby Show. Yes,
1: Tony Squire's with you, Matt Burke, Adam Fryer sitting in for Tim Horan. Look, I, I think you should just go to Twitter at some point in the next little while. Uh, we're on Twitter. It's at the Ruck Show go to Facebook as well, because we have had a crack at doing the Digby Ioni style post-try celebration. If you haven't seen it, it's been a lot of the news this morning and highlights, you can probably uh, have a look at it somewhere. It basically is, I think uh, Matty Burke described it beautifully, as if he's on the pommel horse, but there's no pommel horse. <laughs> he's just spinning himself around using one hand, the one-handed push-up style, but spinning around at the same time, corkscrew style. It, it's a pretty amazing a bit of work. <clears throat> I thought both of you were
2: quite handy out there when we had a crack at doing this. If, if we if we combine the two, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But no, mm. <laughs> I think we need awful. like a um, uh, a spotter maybe to, to help out. Yeah. But... No, I was terrible at it. <laughs> you were good. No, awful. <laughs> go, go have a look at it because the photo's outstanding. It
1: is outstanding. Basically, you're on your head, Matt. I that's think what... that's when I lost it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm, I, I tell you, what, speaking about heads, I'm, I'm losing my hair heavily. <laughs> that, the photograph
1: did show that, didn't?
3: Is that yeah. a bit surprising for well, you? That's a big slice of Devon on the back of my head. <laughs>
1: Can you take it off? Can you delete tweets? You can, can't you? No. Looks, obviously, somebody's been d-
2: busily deleting your hair. More, <laughs> more importantly, how, do you always ask for the low shot when, you, when you're playing games? Look, what happens when they get like the aerial? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I haven't played for a year. I'll be wearing headgear
3: <laughs> when I get back <laughs> out there with you, a piece inside it.
1: You've got a hair thing going on, haven't you? You're concerned. It was a Digby who, of course, car- travels with a hair straightener. Yes. Uh, are you worried about hair? Is this something that's just subconsciously has been upsetting you a little over time? I'm sensitive,
2: yes. Right. I, b- I prefer if we move on, though. Would Tony? you?
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to stay here just for a little while longer <laughs> with with the whole hair take issue. Us, take us
2: back to maybe uh, circa 2000. How was the style then? How was the hairstyle? Was M- it mine personally? Correct. Yeah. I was a short back and sides.
3: I, I had an really? undercut a couple of years before. Then I let it go caveman, let it go really <laughs> There's a bit of, There was a bit of mullet there for a yeah. while, not there? Yeah, and I got really hot and then I cut it and then it hasn't really grown back. You've been beckamy-shaving you,
2: like you've changed yeah. the
3: styles around. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I am a bit sensitive about it, but... Uh, we talk about traveling with hair straighteners I think Next year I'll be traveling with that little, you know, foam head with the yeah, with the wig sitting on it. <laughs> Body <be
2: ready. laughs> <laughs> starring head.
1: Before, Before the show is out, we're gonna to speak to the wallaby captain Rocky Elsom
0: has a fine head of hair. Two international players. He's got it. Tim Horan and Matt Bird. Looking for support. And then there's the ring-in, Tony Squires, the ruck. The Sunday Monday
1: show. The Waratahs and the Blues. 31, I think it was about 31-7 at uh, halftime. Mm. At that point, the Waratahs were going so badly. I saw some people going to the airport to fly to Auckland to boo them. <laughs> <laughs> some Waratah supporters. <laughs> so that I thought we can get there in time, boo them as they come off. And they tweeted me at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> defence is one of those things where you know if a team turns up committed in defence, then that's what, you know, certainly goes towards winning a game of footy. The defense last night obviously a lot of changes in the Warata side there was some injuries and so on so they, I guess their system uh, fell apart a bit but also the commitment I thought was just not there.
2: But but in contrast from last week when they were over in the force and and the speed of the game yep. and they were well basically they were standing up and, and, and bashing them. 26-0 at one stage there and you're thinking well hang on and and you're right. People start to look around, people get quiet when 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 things are hard and and the the biggest thing about defense is you just got to chat. Yep. And you can bluff people out of of making a tackle I suppose they can you can make them pass the ball but last night we just saw we saw missed tackles we saw uh, you know sort of falling off tackles more than anything else and if you give these blokes a bit of a, a shot at it they just get their their tails up and keep going and and has you, you've You've been in situations as well when you when you're when you're on the front foot, but when you're on the back foot, it's, how do you change? It's so hard to change that as well. The the mind does strange
3: things under pressure, as we know. But we, when it hits a, a point in the game where the, the game is lost, yeah. it, it it's remarkable in how the the mood of the the team swings. And New South Wales last night, um, they didn't play very well. But I also applaud Auckland. I think yeah. they're a very good side this year. They're not getting a lot of love because the Crusaders are getting most of it. But I'm looking at the Waratahs' performance a week prior against the Force and, and looking at that match, I still think they can make the finals and do some damage. Um, I think they come up against the side last night, Auckland, that were red hot and if that game was closer at half-time, it may have been a different result. So it's almost the game got away straight away and then full-time. The Blues up.
1: even use the old-fashioned
3: wall.
2: Uh, which yeah. is terrific to see
1: <laughs> Bring that back That's been a,
2: that's <laughs> been for a while Isn't it funny we, we had a Years ago We had a For New South Wales We had a move And it was the wall Yep And uh, the coach was Greg Smith And one of the We were playing Queensland One of the blokes came out And just basically smashed the wall And we got into our team meeting <laughs> afterwards and, you know, how long has the wall been around for? Oh, and the coach said... No, the, I think he invented it. <laughs> yeah, he said the coach... The, Greg Smith said, right, who gave away the tactic we're going to use the wall? <laughs> <laughs> It's been around for a while. You can sort of pick... There's about one or two blokes you can go to yeah. at the same time. But they have... You're right. They have that, that ability to, to play and, and do things. And and when you've got that confidence to go and it's and when, when you find it easy to get across the advantage line, you can, yeah. just, you can write your own ticket, basically.
1: Adam, how much can a team miss one person? In defence, uh, Phil War is one of those kinds of guys who you don't see him really when you go to a game of footy. You, you're just aware of his presence because things are happening around him. Do they miss him in that kind of defensive mode? Absolutely. They miss him. They miss Berwick Barnes. Yep.
3: Uh, Barnes, he's been copping a lot of flack for his attacks. Getting knocked since... out?
1: Yeah, well, well,
3: more his attack since he's come to the Warriors, but... Um, I think in defence he 's sensational he 's a very good communicator, and he's mm. he 's got that rugby league background where he actually snap and hits and gets them to ground quickly. Um, I think they do miss him, they miss their generals and I think New South Wales need to sort of hang tough here as far as supporters yep they 've got a very good side they 're in a process now where they 're looking to use their their non starters which really tests the depth of the squad. Uh, you need to have a good squad of thirty to win the comp uh, the reds haven 't been hit with injuries they 've been very lucky. New South Wales get a bit of luck and get these players healthy. Worry is carrying a lot of injuries. He's mm. had 13 years at the top. He's yep. carrying 13 years' worth of injuries. If he is fit at the back end of the season, with Berwick coming back, I think there's a lot of uh, good signs for the Waratahs. So
2: there's two ways of looking at it as well. I mean, you look at the, the 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 paper this morning, and it says Tar's worst nightmare comes true. On the converse side of things, you could say you know yeah. Auckland or the Blues, how good were they? You yeah. know? So yeah. there's two ways of looking at it. Yes, there's issues that they let tries in, you know, uh, easily and, and early, but they came back. They nearly, they nearly got the bonus point as well as in scoring four tries. So they had still had things to play for by the end of the game.
1: Yeah, well the Blues had their bonus point about fifteen minutes into <laughs> the game. Uh, so
2: <laughs> they, Rack the cheek!
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. just a, a question without notice to you, Adam Fryer, as the latest panelist on the Ruck. I've already found out from Tim and I found out from Matt Burke uh, but we talk about there's a lot. There is a lot of ink in the world of rugby. Uh, Maddie and Tim both clean skins. Uh, are, are you tattooed anywhere? No tats. No tats. No tats. Are you an unusual cat then, in, in your team? Oh yeah, yeah. It's everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's it is. It's starting
3: to become quite common now. Yeah. It's almost like if Robbie's picking the team. What's your ink? <laughs> what's your ink like? <laughs> Don't have any. So <laughs> you're,
2: you're gone. You're old school.
3: <laughs> no. I tell you who's got an unbelievable. So Tatafu Pilotu now has got this Southern Cross on his back. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he's just this big back. Yeah. Uh, and it's almost well, like what's in real size hurdle shell. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. So. Um, that's probably why he got picked ahead of me for the rest of the last <laughs> three years. <laughs> Good
1: <Goodness>. bit. <laughs> Found them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter at The Ruck Show. Time for this, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I'm sure, he's never heard that before. <laughs> never has it been played to this man. He's, of course, the captain of the Wallabies. Here's Rocky Elsom. He joins us right now. G'day, mate. Yeah,
5: how are you
1: going? Very, very well, thank you. Uh, there's often a you know, debate around uh, the, the nation about what is the highest office in the land. Some people, idiots, claim it's the Prime Minister. That's not the highest office in the land. <laughs> Some people claim it's the captain of the Australian cricket team. But I would argue it's the captain of the Wallabies holds the highest office in the land, currently held by you, Rocky. It must be a daunting thing to be the captain of the Wallabies. Uh,
5: well, I haven't found it too daunting yet. I mean, obviously... Uh, we, um, yeah, you have a big job as far as wanting to win games but yeah, you wanted to do that anyway so so far it hasn't been too bad.
1: Alright mate, at the moment you've been, uh, you've travelled in this this little plan which I think is terrific about uh, Timmy Horan's one who always talks about the grassroots of rugby and about kids, you've been uh, this program where some uh, high profile wallabies get and go around to the, back to their schools and uh, talk kick a footy around. You've been back to beautiful Noosa at Wanton State School, is that right?
5: Yeah, I went to um on State Primary about twenty years ago and I went back there and it was uh it seemed like it was about half the size. Um, but we had a game of walla Rugby out there and um did a few things with the kids and uh I-, I forgot how excited little kids can get. You know, they can really get whipped into a frenzy and um you know I think it was uh I think it was a success.
3: Gee Rock you talk about excitement, you you sound very excited <laughs> at the moment. What are you what are you, where are you actually right now, this moment? Uh
5: I am in uh it's a trick question. Just think about it. <laughs> I'm in Ken- Kendall Lane. I'm looking at the street signs. Ken- I'm in Kendall Lane. In Canberra? That's right. Having fun? we got a game on here this afternoon, mate. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. game <laughs> face. Yeah, yeah
1: like you talked it. about Excited the Kids, but I don't want you to listen to this because this is the children of Twenton, uh State School when you were there. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> I love <laughs> that, You're, that. Is that you, you in the background, Rock, going, kids, kids, settle <laughs> down?
3: <laughs>
5: settle down. i got this.
2: Yeah. I, <laughs> there weren't, there weren't I mean, any stairs around, mate. You didn't run up any stairs and sort of, you know, throw your no, arms no. in the air as well, <laughs> did you? Well, that,
5: that, they were prompted into that. They didn't, that wasn't an impromptu uh, um, the chant they went into there. Someone was whipping them up. <laughs> no, no, mate, I'm, course, I'm just
2: looking at so. the ARU media release, and it says, when Rocky gets there, have the kids chant, Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. <laughs> Is that right? Otherwise
5: I'm, otherwise I'm not coming.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rock, uh, today against the Force, the Brahms had a bit of a tough year. How do you think you'll go?
5: Uh, Well, you know, I think it looks good for us today. Um, You know, the guys, in in saying that, the guys haven't had a bad week all year, really, as far as training goes. Um, But they're particularly focused on this one. Obviously, the force have had a lot of games that could have gone either way and didn't. Um, But I think that this is, uh, you know, this is something we can definitely win. And and the guys are um, are pretty pumped for that.
2: What's the perception, mate, down in Canberra? The the win last week, obviously, just raised the spirits of not only the, the, the players, but also the public as well. People still back in the Brummies as as they always have.
5: Yeah, I think we have a very um, you know solid supporter base here. You know, you get a lot of people that have been members for a very long time, and that's a really good thing. Particularly when you have a bit of a tough start like we've had this year. Um, but then, by the same token, like uh, people want to see us win a bit more, and uh, yeah, it's fine because that's what we want as well. But um, yeah, the season is getting on, and I think that uh, yeah, we could probably maybe lose one one or two more games, you know, and then it's going to be really difficult. Um, so, yeah, we know it's important to to win every match that we play from here on in.
1: Mate, obviously you're concentrating on the Rumbies and, you know, the whole one week at a time thing, but it's a World Cup year, the, the Wallabies thing. Do you, do you have a chat regularly with, say, with uh, Coach Robbie Deans about how, you know, various players are travelling?
5: Uh, I wouldn't talk about players, how players are going. You know, like if... Um, um. Uh, I don't really think that's my area as far as how they're playing. Um, yeah, you just got to let them go with their, their states, and I think that that's probably the best preparation we can do prior to getting together. is just guys to, um, you know, uh, play really well for their states. I think you saw you've seen a lot of guys from Queensland do that, which is, in the end, is going to be good for the national team um, if everyone's playing well and you've got a lot of guys that are in form and confident. Um, so meddling with it a bit, I think that's uh, that's more trouble than it's worth. If
1: you happen to score a try, Rocky, can you do the digby Aoni style celebration at all? I don't know if you saw that overnight. It was brilliant with the one-handed pommel horse.
4: Yeah, do you think
5: I should? <laughs> I think you should, definitely. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about uh, it. Just get the
2: physio just close by, mate. Yeah, that's, all. that's
1: right. <laughs> all right. The, this, uh, the Q- Q- Qantas Wallaby uh, Towns, you're in Tawantan. They've got some other guys who are ready to go, which is great. I see Tatafu Potter now is going to go to his beloved Parramatta. That will be an afternoon or a morning. Uh, Luke Burgess is off to Maitland. It's a great program, great idea. Uh, well done, mate. Nice to talk to you. All right.
5: Thanks, guys. See
1: you later. There is the uh, skipper of the Wallabies, Rocky Elsom. Gee, he's
2: enthusiastic today, isn't he? He is. I, we just couldn't stop him talking. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. I, I, I'll go to his defense and say that game day, yeah. you know, you, you, you're ah, straight true. and narrow, you know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, when yeah. you're not playing, you can, not playing yeah. <laughs> you, you can up the ante just a little bit. That's all right. Rock, you've done well, mate.
0: It took a show about rugby to get Gordon Bray to listen to this station. A sensational efforts! Nice to have you on board, Gordy. This is The Rock, the Sunday Rugby Show.
1: Yes, and as is our wand, every week we just try to educate you a little more on all things rugby and the surrounding issues of rugby. For example, most people know where the Waratahs are from or where the Queensland Reds are from, but do you know where these South African teams are from? Sure, you've heard of the Bulls, but where the hell are they from? You've heard of the Lions, you've heard of the Cheetahs. Well, we've been trying over the past few weeks just to give you a little bit of a a capsule of where these teams are from so you know something more while you're watching the footy. Today, I thought we'd try the Lions. (laughs) 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 the lions hail from johannesburg the largest city in south africa but still not good enough to be one of the country's three capitals is that cruel slightly cruel Joburg is the world's largest city not situated on a river lake or coastline think about it that's a hugely uninteresting fact feel free to use it johannesburg is the gateway to the kruger national park a very unattractive gateway if you go to Joburg, stay in santon Visit Nelson Mandela Square and eat as much cured meat as possible from one of the best biltong shops in the world. Biltong is a beautiful thing. Berk, have you had biltong? I have had biltong. <laughs> when the Wallabies or the teams go, is biltong high on the list of shopping?
2: You've got to try it. Yeah, you've, you've got hear, to try your biltong. Try
3: no, no I, I don't do meat out of a packet. <laughs> Or dry Adam, meat, at like, least. what do you mean, you don't do your cured meat? I don't do meat out of a packet. <laughs> I cook a steak. You've I, I, I got a bag of chips yes. or, or biscuits. Mm-hmm. Meat, no. Right.
1: Joe Berg, uh, when you're looking at your uh, away fixtures <laughs> at the beginning of the season and you see, oh, we are go- we're going to South Africa. Mm, we're not playing in Cape Town. We're going to Joe Berg. Does the heart lift
2: <laughs> but the heart straight away says, "Right, we'll have two. Well, if it's two week tour, yeah. you'll have eleven days down in the, the the sea level, and then you might slink up to Cape Town uh, mm-hmm. Johannesburg, yeah. and then get out of there again. So right. there's not much time spent there.
3: There are some positives about Joburg for a professional rugby player. They are you fly their business class, mm. and you fly out of their business class, <laughs> and you get great
0: frequent flyers. Joe
1: <laughs> Joburg, the home of the Lions."
0: A show about rugby put together by rugby players. Why not? Tim Horan, Matt Burke, Tony Squires. The Ruck, the Sunday rugby show.
1: Speaking of new sensation, there may be a new sensation at the Melbourne Rebels next season. Adam Fryer is in the studio for Tim Horan, Matt Burke, as ever. Uh, Now. Adam, we've read that Kirtley Bill is going from New South Wales, uh, to be signed for next year, which is a terrific signing, obviously. And then there's also word of uh, another perhaps heading there. You've got to worry every time an article or an allegation or anything starts
3: with apparently. Mm-hmm. And every report that James O'Connor was going or is yep. going to, to the rebels, it mm-hmm. says apparently. So... Um, I think it's, it's just looking at the papers today, there's a little section saying, no, he's not. Yeah. But it's, it is all speculation. Yeah. Uh, Kirtley is a fantastic signing for us. And I do feel sorry for the Waratahs because they've put a lot of work into him. I, I know you have as well, Berkey. But for our game to go national, it, it's yeah. going to be a, a bit of a, a short-term pain for long-term game. And I think that the Indigenous factor that Curtley will bring, and, and maybe some of these young kids in Melbourne, yep. in Adelaide, uh, especially the Aboriginal ones, will say, you know, Kirtley's a fantastic rugby player. I might pick up a, uh, a Gilbert rather than a Sharon. Yep. It is a huge signing in that regard. And if he's gone for money, or if if there is a, a monetary component of it... Well, it's a business, isn't it? The, well, yeah. and, and he is going for the right reasons, yeah. and he'll be a development officer or an ambassador for, for, for the Indigenous people. I think it's a great signing for Kirtley
2: and for Australian rugby. Do you not think also then, uh, with him going down there, it, it spreads the wealth of... Players, so to speak, you know, you you, you don't want a team that dominates and, and one team that's struggling in terms of the provinces. So New South Wales,
3: team. New South Wales are breeding very good players in their academy. They've got some great talent coming through. It does hurt them, and and I, I don't make any respect. But the the culture of that club will survive, and it is a very strong club. Uh, and moving forward, I think they'll be okay. But it is it, Queensland are going to lose the Pococks and the O'Connors to Perth, but you do need to share the love
1: given that you've already shared with us some concerns about uh, your your hair and where it is does it worry you that James O'Connor with that Justin Bieber mane would would come into your club uh, and continue the hair straightener dressing room antics it, it it concerns me tony mm-hmm. yes yeah, it yeah. does
3: uh, i'm i'm a little bit concerned about all the hair, but but <laughs> i think if he does come he'll be coming for the right
1: reasons to play rugby not to
3: just outdo me in the in and, the in the bathrooms
1: and he's been playing some good footy this year <laughs> it would be, both of those would be sensational as you say Kurt, 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 bill would be good i read today and i don't know what your thoughts are uh, about that the rebels can be beaten if the Opposition turns up and concentrates for a full game Basically the, the wins that you guys have had have been amazing And often have come back from you know being down And then come through and, and win And is that I'd rather put it down to you guys Rather than the other team clocking off Well we, we are very inconsistent I think we've had
3: a, a very good year We've probably over delivered yep. early mm-hmm. uh, Which puts pressure on us now And we haven't been favourite for one Game this year, which is, oh, we favourite for the Wooden Spoon before <laughs> round one, but um, yeah, you know, I think the character of the side's very strong. Uh, the the Gareth Dov, Michael Lippman, I think the international factors definitely helped, and it's interesting to look at that now. We're allowed ten imports, and the Force weren't allowed any. Um, and would the Western Force be a force now, pardon the pun, if they were freed up that import thing early on? So. I think we've we've had a good start. We are compared a lot to the Western Fort that road, but we've had a lot of help from our, uh, from, especially from our uh, Kiwis down the road.
2: What gets me though is is you're I reckon you're right, Tony. It's the, the Rebels coming back and and playing to the end of the game. So you know when people people you know say uh, they were lucky to escape that yep. one, you're actually allowed to play for eighty minutes. Yes. and and if not eighty eighty one eighty two eighty three sometimes. So why not use that whole time? Um, you know the the everyone's got away with the last gas victory, but maybe it's a case of actually you know planning it well and still playing to the very end rather than the other team pulling up shop and thinking we're going to win this by closing this game down and not playing footy.
1: All right. Well, sadly, that is where we uh, have run out of time. The Brumbies are playing this afternoon. The Force, just a quick tip there. You think the Brumbies at home will be too strong?
2: I like the the Brumbies. Uh, The Force, I think, will be struggling after last week and and to try and get their head space in, in in a good way, I don't think so. The Brumbies, after their win, I think they'll do well.
3: I'm going to go for an upset. I really am I think the force Are due for a win uh, Last week against The Waratahs They were pretty good till about the 55th minute Where they lost the game They let it go I think it's going to be A close game And I think the force Might upset them
1: well, There's the call Adam it has been wonderful To have you in the studio With us today Thanks so much for filling in Timmy Horan will be back Next week Matt Burke will be We had the Brumbies Supporters pack uh, SMSing, SMSing your name And Brumbies uh, We're giving it away Who are we giving it to uh, We've got a name there I thought we were going to go Baden uh, Baden somebody well, got... we chose Baden yeah, because it was, such Baden?
3: A, it was such a rugby name. It was it was uh, Baden Sullivan. Baden Sullivan, exactly. Baden would be very good at 5'8", wouldn't he?
1: Spin it, Baden. Spin <laughs> it. You put an R in there, Braden, and you've got a rugby league player. Have a great week. See you next time. Find them on Facebook. Follow them on Twitter at The Ruck Show.